Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hi. How are you? Me, I'm all good. It's Saturday. I don't have to go to work. So exciting. <laughs> I do have lots of other things to do, but um, I am just happy that I don't actually have to go to work. I have to go to my shop and open up and do a few things there uh, and hopefully sell a few things at the same time. But apart from that, I've got some dinner to make because I'm doing a chicken curry tonight. <sighs> yummy, yum, yum. Who likes curry? Yes, I love curry. Um, right. So it is Saturday love Saturday. So even you who are not on school holidays will not be at school today. Exciting stuff. Well, now we had a riddle from yesterday and it was a bit of a word, wordy, wordy game. Um, and I did say that I hoped Andrew would like it because Andrew likes word games. Well, um, you did get it. Um, you got it right, Andrew. So well done you. So the riddle was, uh, what eight letter word can have a letter taken away and it still makes a word? Um, and you can keep taking one letter away each time and each time you make a different proper word and then you end up with, um, Still a word, but just one letter. What was the word? And well done to Andrew because he said the word was starting and it definitely is. So well done. I do have a riddle today. Oh, oh well done to everybody else that got it right as well. Um, Andrew was the only one that actually sent in the, the answer though. So uh, he's the only one I can say well done to um by name i do have a puzzle uh, like a, a logic puzzle today so um you have to listen carefully and then you might know the answer so okay a man with some time to kill in a small town decided to get a haircut okay so the town had only two barbers and each one had his own shop. The man glanced into one shop and saw that it was extremely untidy. The barber needed a shave, his clothes were messy and his hair was badly cut. The other shop was extremely neat. The barber was freshly shaved and spotlessly dressed and his hair was neatly trimmed. Why did the man return to the first shop that was so untidy and um, you know, messy and ha with the man with the bad haircut? Why did he return to the first shop to have his hair cut? Now, there's a logical reason for it, but do you know what it is? Can you guess what it is? Ooh, 
let's see. I would really, really like to know whether you can guess that one. I really do. Any old way. I have a fun fact for you. And you know what? I only found out this fun fact yesterday. Um, in fact, just before I was going to bed, I found out this fun fact. Um, so it was very late and it was a very late last minute fun fact. I was sat there thinking, oh, I really need to go to bed. And all of a sudden my phone binged. So I had a look and it was a message from one of my friends. Um, here's a fun fact for you. So I read the fun fact and sort of answered him. And um, apparently somebody had told him the first bit of it. And then he thought, nah, I don't believe that. So then he Googled it and found out more information about it. And not only was the first bit of it true that his friend had told him, but um, he found out lots more. So I'm going to tell it to you because this is what he gave it to me for, to give to you. So who knows where the Eiffel Tower is? Who knows what the Eiffel Tower is? Of course you do, because you're all clever. Um, the Eiffel Tower is in Paris, in France, and it's what that massive, great, big, um, tall framework tower, just like Blackpool Tower, which I have been to. I don't haven't been to the Eiffel Tower, but um, I have been to Blackpool Tower, which is similar. <laughs> anyway, the fun fact is that it takes a hundred and 60,000 gallons of paint to paint the Eiffel Tower and 160,000 gallons of paint if you weighed it adds up to or weighs 60 tons wow oh my goodness so the Eiffel Tower it has 250,000 square metres of surface to paint, okay, and no sprayers or rollers are allowed. It has to be done. It can only be painted by hand, by brush, and it's painted every seven years. Wow. My thinking along this it's painted every seven years lark is that they start at the bottom and they paint it and they paint it and they paint it and they gradually work their way up because obviously their their little brushes can only paint so fast. And by the time they've got to the top, it's probably seven years. Probably takes that long to paint right to the top. Then they get all the way down again and have to start again. <laughs> but that is an awesome fun fact. Can you imagine painting the Eiffel Tower every seven years? You'd think, oh, no, not again. <laughs> um, but uh, it's weird. Well, I suppose it's not weird because it's got to be done properly. Um, but it would be much quicker if they allowed to spray it on, wouldn't it? But maybe you wouldn't get it all. I don't know. But 
They could spray it and then touch it up, touch, make the finishing touches by hand. But no, they are not allowed. So there you go. That is um, the fun fact. So thank you very much, Matt, for telling me that last night when I was just about to go to bed. <laughs> so what about a couple of sporty fun facts? Yes. So here goes. What about football? Who likes football? So only four football teams have ever finished at the top of the Premier League. I don't know whether this one's true. I'm going to have to uh, Google this because this is in a book, but I don't know whether it's actually true. So I tell you what, if you're really, really up on your football or you've got a daddy that is, then tell me whether this is a true one. So Arsenal... Manchester United, Chelsea and Blackburn Rovers. Hmm. So let me know whether what's happened to Liverpool and um, I don't know. I really need to know whether this one's true now. Anyway, in 1960 at the Rome Olympics, Ethiopian runner Abibi Bakila won the gold medal in the marathon, running in bare feet. <sighs> Ouch! And rower Sir Steve Redgrave is Britain's most successful Olympic athlete of all time. He was the first athlete to win gold medals at five Olympics in a row. Wowzers! And lastly today, for winning the women's singles at Wimbledon in 1966, Billie Jean King was given a £25 gift voucher. Not even money, but a gift voucher. The winner in 2011, Petra Kivitova, received over a million pounds that's a bit well i don't know because if you're receiving a million pounds you're playing for the money aren't you you're not playing for the love of it whereas billy jean king must have been playing for the love of it to have only won a 25 pound gift voucher but just think how much chocolate that would buy. Over a million pounds worth of chocolate. Oh, yum. Did you have um did you have milk chocolate yesterday because it was uh chocolate day, milk chocolate day. I did. And not only that, but I ha also had milk chocolate ice cream too <laughs> after my tea. Bad Sarah. Smack wrist. <laughs> Lots and lots and lots of lovely chocolates. Anyway, right. Uh, okay, so I asked you to keep sending me jokes because they are making me laugh so much. Not only are they making me laugh so much, but they're also making my son laugh so much as well. He thinks they're highly amusing. So keep sending them in, please. Um, we had one from Sunny. Where would an egg go on holiday? I love this. New York City. 
absolutely love that one. Why do people tell actors to break a leg? Because every actor is in a cast. Boom, boom. Um, Kevin, I think you, I think you're called Kevin. Um, we got, we got injured playing hide and seek. So we went to the I see you. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. Jasper, when is it bad luck to meet a black cat? <laughs> when you're a mouse. <laughs> And I'm not sure who this one was from. Um, what key allows entry to a forest? A monkey. <laughs> I love it, love it, love it. Now, um, I also asked you yesterday um, if you could go to any time in um, time travel, if you could go into the future or into the past, whichever, um, whereabouts would you like to go? Would you like to go and see the dinosaurs? Would you like to go and see, I don't know, the ancient Egyptians building the pyramids or something um, interesting? I would always, I would love to go and see um, London in the Victorian times because it always seemed so spooky and lovely. Um, and I would also like to learn from the past. <laughs> um, we've got Andrew who said that um, he would like to go to the past and have fun there because I think you would probably have a lot more fun than you do nowadays because there was no health and safety back there you could do whatever you wanted um, without somebody saying oh no you can't do that because you'll hurt yourself <laughs> uh, Jasper <laughs> love yours um, you would stay where you are because if you go to the future you could die <laughs> I love that answer. That is the best. <laughs> Sunny, um, you would go to the future so that you could fl ride in flying cars. Um, they don't seem very far off, do they, for flying cars? Um, so uh, keep on sending in whether you'd go to the future or the past and whereabouts you would like to go, um, because I find that very, very interesting. Jasper, you have got um, the best answer so far, though, on that one. Um, so let us have a look. Uh, what day is it today? Apart from being Saturday and apart from being the 29th of July, we're nearly out of July, we're nearly in August. Oh my goodness. So, it's National Lipstick Day today. Ooh. So, put on your brightest red or your softest pink or your darkest black or your most daring colour that you've got, like purple or orange i don't know and let your lips do the talking today so which color should i put on <laughs> i only ever wear pink um like a i don't know like a corally pink um and sometimes I, if i'm going out i sometimes wear bright red but not very often i don't think it suits me <laughs> um it's also a rain day love rain day well i love a rainy day so it doesn't look like it's going to rain today though unfortunately um it's international tiger day if you say to my little um nephew uh, my two-year-old nephew 
what do tigers do? And he goes, Rawr! And what do lions do? Rawr! <laughs> what do dinosaurs do? Rawr! <laughs> he loves roaring. Um, so it's National Chicken Wing Day. Um, and, uh, oh, National Lasagna Day. Who loves lasagna? I do. I absolutely love lasagna. So yummy. Um, and I know that it is basically spaghetti bolognese, which I also love. But lasagna just tastes better with garlic bread. Yummy, yum, yum. <laughs> so who likes garlic bread? Yes, I do. Love it. Right. I thought we would read more adventures about the three bold pixies. You know, the ones that got bored in their um, in their house or their village because everybody was boring and nobody did anything. Nobody had any fun. So, oh, excuse me. They went and found a house that a wizard used to live in. And they got him out. And then... Um, was it a wizard? No, a gnome used to live in it. Um, he had a friend, a wizard friend, didn't he? And then they live in it now in the cottage. So this is the next chapter in that book. And it's called The Pixie's Handkerchief. So the three pixies lived in their pretty little cottage with yellow walls and a blue gate and honeysuckle growing all over it. It was called Pixie Cottage, and whenever anyone went by, they were sure to see a little pixie face looking out of the window. But the three pixies were all so alike that no one ever knew if it was Perry they were looking at, or Patter, or Pipkin. Now, one day... Perry got a cold. It was a very bad cold and he wanted a big handkerchief to sneeze into. Where is the handkerchief? asked Perry. You see, at that time the pixies had only one large white handkerchief between them. Nobody knew where the handkerchief was. They looked at one another. They felt in their pockets. They shook their heads. I haven't got it, said Patter. Nor have I, said Pipkin. Well, I keep wanting to sneeze, said Perry. And it's dreadful not to when I want to so badly. Oh, please do find me the handkerchief. We washed it last week, said Patter. Do you suppose it's still hanging out on the line, Pipkin? I'll go and see, said Pipkin. He ran out to the washing line. There was a pair of socks there and a table mat. He stared at them both and then ran inside again. No, it isn't there, he said. But there is a table mat there, Patter. Do you think we took down the white handkerchief and used it for a table mat we've been using a table mat but ours is on the line so we must have been using something else for a table mat 
Oh, yes, I remember now, said Patter. I did use it for a table map because the table map was dirty. I took it down from the line, ironed it and used it when Mother Hoppet came to tea the other day. Then it must be in the drawer with the tablecloth, said Perry. And he went to look. But it wasn't there. Oh, it isn't there, said Perry. Oh, whatever did we do with it? Oh, don't you remember, said Pipkin suddenly. We couldn't find the duster to dust the mantelpiece one morning. So you got the handkerchief out of the tablecloth drawer and used that. Then the handkerchief must be in the duster cupboard, said Patter. And he went to look. But it wasn't there. Oh, I know, said Perry. I wanted to shake the kitchen mat and it was so dusty that I tied the handkerchief round my head to keep the dirt out of my hair. Yes, I did. Don't you remember seeing me with it tied around my head? I took it out of the duster cupboard. I remember. Oh, dear me, so you did, said Pipkin. I wonder what you did with it when you took it off your head. I hung it up with your hats in the hall, I expect, said Perry. Oh, that's just the sort of silly thing you would do, said Pipkin crossly. I suppose if you ever wore a coal scuttle on your head, you'd hang it up in the hall afterwards. Oh, I'll go and see if it's there, said Patter. So he went to look in the hall. Oh, but the handkerchief wasn't hanging up with the hats. It isn't there, he said. Now who took it out of the hall and what for? Oh, I did, said Pipkin, remembering. We played blind man's buff yesterday afternoon, didn't we? And I was the blind man first and I took the handkerchief out of the hall and tied it round my eyes. So you did, said Perry and Patter. But... What became of it afterwards? Well, Patter was the last blind man, said Pipkin. Hmm, what did you do with the handkerchief when you took it off, Patter? Uh, I gave it to Perry to wave to the bus when it passed by at tea time, said Patter. So you did, said Perry. I remember waving it. And the bus driver waved back. Oh, but it blew out of the window, didn't it? Oh, yes, said Pipkin. And the dog next door got it and nibbled it. And you ran out, Patter, to get it and brought it in. All full of holes, remember? Oh, quite right, said Patter. The dog almost bit it in half and there were three big holes in it. We put it in the laundry basket to be washed, said Perry excitedly. I remember that quite well. Well, it must be there then, said Pipkin, and he went to look. But it wasn't there. The three pixies stared at one another. Oh, I can feel another sneeze coming, said Perry dolefully. I wish I had a handkerchief to sneeze into. Would you like to borrow the tablecloth, said Patter. No, 
said Perry. My sneeze would be lost then. A tablecloth is too big for a sneeze. Oh, well, let us try to think what we did with the handkerchief after we put it into the laundry basket, said Patter. Oh, someone must have taken it out. I did, said Perry suddenly. Don't you remember? I ran up the path this morning and tripped on a stone. I fell down and hurt your knees and they began to bleed. So I had to get the handkerchief out of the basket and we tore it in half. And patter bound up your left knee and Pipkin bound up your right knee. And as my knees are not yet better, the handkerchief ought to be tied around them this very minute, said Perry. Turn up your blue trousers and we will see, said Patter. So Perry turned up his blue trousers and there, binding up his hurt knees, was the handkerchief in two pieces. We found it, said Patter. Hurrah, said Pipkin. But Perry looked gloomy. Well, what's the matter, said Pipkin. Aren't you pleased that we found the handkerchief? Well, not very, said Perry. How can I sneeze into a handkerchief that's tied around my knees? You can bend over, said Patter. <sighs> when I bend over, my sneeze goes, said Perry, with a very long face. I do want to sneeze. It's simply dreadful to have to keep on not sneezing. They all stared at one another. And then Pipkin had a marvellous idea. Let's buy another handkerchief, he cried. Why didn't we think of it before? Of course, said Patter and Perry, cheering up. So off they went to the shop and bought a beautiful new white handkerchief for Perry. So now he is happy. You can hear him sneezing all day long. A tissue, a tissue, tissue. But I expect the handkerchief will be lost soon. And what a fuss there will be again. Oh, my dearie me. <laughs> well, um, do you use a handkerchief or do you use tissue, tissues to sneeze into? Or do you just use your hands? I hope you wash them afterwards if you do. Blech. I use tissues and it's a bit like my house at the moment because I'm suffering with hay fever. Very lucky to have got through this entire episode without sneezing because I'm sneezing like mad um, normally and coughing um, because my throat's so funny. Um, and uh, normally at night, though, <laughs> which is horrendous because it keeps me awake. Um, so... There we have it. Um, that is today's story and I really, really hope that you liked it. So don't forget to keep on sending me 
jokes because I am loving them. I'm laughing like mad at them. And also, don't forget to keep telling me where you would go if you could do any kind of time travelling. Um, because I think that is really interesting. So, hmm, I'm trying to, oh, don't forget the, um, the riddle, um, bit of a logic one there, bit of a thinker, so got to think and see whether you can give me the answer, um, and, uh, yeah, send me any fun facts that you've got as well, um, I've got lots and lots of, um, videos that I've got to look through and see if there are any fun facts that I can use in there. Um, we had our first raspberries the other day and I've just looked out of the window or the door, sorry, the back door to get um, the cat in and there are more red raspberries to pick. Yes. So we're just waiting for the tomatoes to turn red now as well. It's going to be so exciting. I do love eating food from my garden. It's amazing. And if you go onto uh, Facebook and have a look, you will see a picture that I put up there um, of uh, a bird. <laughs> uh, I've got a fairy light right outside my um, front room window. And I sat down yesterday in my chair that is right next to the window. And on it, um, all of a sudden appeared this baby starling. And um, and he was literally looking in through the window at me and he was perched on the uh, fairy light um, and he just was so close and I had to take a photo of him. I just grabbed a photo before he flew off. But he then he came back again a little bit later and, um, and he just sat there staring in through the window. So um, I have put it on our Facebook page. Um, so if you can get onto Facebook and have a look, then you'll see this lovely fluffy baby starling um so close to the window he couldn't have got any closer unless he'd actually come in through the window <laughs> anyway i am going to uh, love you and leave you and i will see you all again tomorrow hopefully um so make sure that you take care and stay safe and um, have the most amazing day and I will see you all again tomorrow. Bye for now.